Hey everyone, welcome to the Waterlad Podcast, brought to you by Fortune Favours Beer. I'm James Marshall, and I'm extremely grateful to have one of the best lads, nicest blokes in New Zealand, on the show today. He's an ex-Turbo, ex-Hurricane, currently with the Mighty Blues and the Bay Plenty Steamers. It is, of course, one of the greats, O-Teddy Black. Thanks for coming on, bro. Jimmy Ma, thanks for having me, brother. Awesome to have you on the show. Thanks for giving up your time before a massive game tomorrow against the Mighty Marco. No worries, bro. I'm looking forward to it. How's it been? How's it been being at the Bay? It's been good. Um, the lifestyle is a lot different to the whole windy, cold farming, <laughs> but uh, I'm really enjoying it. It's home for me. So, oh, is it? Um, yeah. Yeah. So all my family's back there, so um, it's awesome to finally be somewhere where I can play and be closer to family. Most of my career, I've always been away from all of them. So, so was that the reason for the move? Yeah, that was pretty much the number one reason for me to go to the Bay as family. Yeah. And you've just had a beautiful little baby. Yes. How's that been? It's been amazing. Um, it's probably been, it's definitely been an eye-opening experience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> from, you know, when the missus found out she was pregnant to um, when she was born. But, like, you'll know, it's one of the best days of your lives. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far. We're only a week in now and she's doing really well and... Um, Renee's doing really well too. So, oh, she only a week old. Yeah. So oh, holy she, real oh, just over a week. Yeah. 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 She was born on the thirtieth. So oh wow. Yeah. Still early days. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you play straight after the birth? How How did that go? How was so, the birth process? Oh, it was it was the most unusual prep I've ever done. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> so we had a Friday night game against Auckland in Rotorua, yeah. which is where I live. So I live there. Oh yeah. Um and. Renee went into hospital like early Wednesday morning, like four o'clock in the morning. Oh, so true. it all started then. And then we went home because it was still a little bit early. Yeah. Went back in on lunchtime. Um, and then from pretty much three o'clock onwards on Wednesday, yeah. it was all go. Oh, like, true. Right up. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, she arrived about eight o'clock at night. Um, so we had training on the Monday. Yeah. Day off Tuesday. Yeah. So I hadn't seen the boys since Monday. Oh, real. <laughs> so I turned up to the warm-up on Friday. Not hey, even boys, captain's are, round. Are we playing? Oh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> What's the core? What's the core again? But, and this um, was the game last week against yeah, the Blues. Yeah, that was, oh, oh, Auckland. Yeah. Oh, Auckland, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was just last week. Yeah. So oh, wow. I trained on Monday and played Friday. So, oh, right. so it goes to show that. I could probably relax a bit more during the <laughs> weeks because I went all right. So I wasn't yeah, too fast. Yeah, you were on fire last <laughs> week. But the week before you didn't play. Yeah, so I didn't play the week before because oh, I was too close to the due date. Yeah. And we played away in Wellington. Oh, true. And there yeah, was no yeah, flights yeah. and all of that. So I was, oh, yeah. And the, the coaches in there were awesome. They were like, well, we'll give, you know, until baby arrives, you can just play home. Yeah. Um, just because it's easier to get in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick 80 minutes and shoot <laughs> home just in case. But if I was down the other end of the country, it would have been a bit different. But she's here now, so oh, yeah, how it's good. awesome. And loving it. You're, you'd have to be um, one of the contenders for 2020 Dad of the Year. Oh, oh yeah, there's a few. Like, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of boys popping out, a lot of babies, especially tens. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So obviously... Bodie, Bodie Richie, and Richie, yeah. So, so myself and TJ's had his, so True. there's babies popping out everywhere, so it must be something in the old waters. But, yeah, um, what is that all about? What was the timing? It wasn't COVID, no. I'm not sure, yeah. We sort of found out, like, February. Oh, yeah. Um, and we sort of kept it a secret for a long time, just yeah. because we didn't want it too much. Did you find that. out the sex? 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too hard. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. I had to prepare. <laughs> but um, yeah. Once we found out we had having a little girl was pretty exciting because there's only one girl in our family. Like oh, my, my niece. So it was it would be good for her to have a little mate because yeah. the rest of them are all boys and. Oh, true. Um, yeah, it's awesome, mate. Eh? Oh man. So anyway, take us back to what it was like for you growing up. Let's take us back to the start. Young Otiri Black. Where was he born? I was born in Palmy, so I was yep. Palmy born. Um, I went to school in Palmy. I was grew up um, in a Maori household. Yeah, so Maori is my my first language. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I went to like Kurakaupapa, which is like primary school for Maori kids. Sure. And speak Maori. So you didn't speak English at home. Nah. Oh, really? Yeah. So I no. I, I learned ling- English. Tell. <laughs> 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 I learned how to speak English when I was about 12. Really? Yeah, 12, Holy. 11. So when, when I was at school, um, we had like a class. So when you get to like, as a year seven and eight, yeah. like towards the end when you go to high school, yeah. they made a class for them, which was an English class. Oh, really? Which is where you have to learn like how to speak English because yeah. just in case you go to a school, which you probably will to, to speak English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was when we started learning English. Whoa. Yeah. So at home, I'll still to this day, I speak Māori to my parents, my brothers and sisters, nephews, nieces, Real. and all my cl- close mates. Yeah. Sure. What about your partner? Yep. So yeah. she can speak fluent Māori as well. well. Um, we try to speak it as much as we can. And obviously we want our girl to have that as well. So um, that was pretty much our upbringing was fully immersed in Māori. Oh, that's so. crazy. I remember you at the um, Gizzy camp when yeah. you had to speak at the... Um, Pofiri? Yeah, the Pofiri, yeah. Pofiri. The <laughs> and you just stood up there and just yeah. went hard, and I was like, whoa, this guy, how good is this? It's yeah. like, it was awesome to see someone speaking it so fluently, and I was like, just, yeah, so interested in it from then, so it was yeah, pretty and it, cool. And it, to be fair, it's, um, it's like opened a lot of doors for me because it's given me like a lot of opportunities around having to do that with other teams, like pretty much every team I go in, yeah. and if there's anything Māori, <laughs> it's always on me. And yeah. Especially when I was at the, the Canes, yeah. Tony Ward would be <laughs> on my back saying, we're going here, you're doing this, you're there. Okay, Ward, you see that? <laughs> and then once I had that, pretty much everywhere I went, yeah. it was pretty much that, yeah. Oh, that, it must be cool, but getting in the um, New Zealand Māori setup with that sort of gift. Yeah, for sure. Like, it was... It was funny because when in our household the Maori All Blacks was the All Blacks, yeah. Because you know that's our people and those are, those are the guys we oh, looked real. at because that's you know, no, we would always watch them. So we'd wait around and wait for their games and then go to their games. Like they were our All Blacks. True. Yeah. So because and that's just the way we were brought up. Because, yeah. You know, you see your own people putting on a black jersey yeah. with a silver fern, then you have that. A bit more of a connection. First player to turn down the All Blacks to play for the Maldives. Oh, hey? yeah, definitely, yeah, well, yeah, because it's it's who I am. It's, it's yeah. something that I've always wanted to do. Because when I was young, I remember watching the Maori All Blacks. Yeah, and I remember watching the All Blacks for sure. But they were the team that you know my uncles and my uncles will always tell me, you know, this is this is our people's team. Yeah, know, because this is who we are. So. That was always special, and especially being named in that team was always a good feeling. Yeah. Not only for me, but 
for everyone back yeah. home, you know, they they take a lot of pride in that. Because you made that team really young too, eh? You hadn't really played yeah. much Super Rugby or I anything, eh? Yeah, sort of, it sort of snuck up on me. I was sort of, um, I think we might have just finished twenties, and then oh yeah, um, Papa Coop, Coops, Coops yeah. yeah, Uncle Coops was there, and then straight off we pretty much went straight from twenties to Maldives, and I was just like, holy heck, like yeah. what's going on here? And then our Maldives team then was like really, really good, like yeah. Charlie Natai and yeah. Kerbalo and all those guys. So. I was like, holy heck. Yeah. So, but all the stuff off the field was easy for me. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. you know, a lot of the stuff that um, in that environment is more, you know, Māori orientated yeah. than we do off the field. Yeah. So it's like, that stuff I found really, really easy, which most players find hard. Yeah, yeah. talking to most of the yeah, guys yeah. who go into the yeah. environment, especially the ones who are sort of, haven't been around that mould. I caught up with Billy Guyton the other yeah, day and yeah. he said it was just so intense on his mind mentally to try yep. and learn Māori and learn the calls. He just said he found it yeah. too overwhelming. But for you, obviously, yeah, it's the complete opposite. You're <laughs> in your comfort zone, <laughs> eh? just loving it. Yeah, it was, just, it was awesome too Like because I've never been in a team that does that and yeah. that's something that comes natural to me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I was doing things that I didn't really know, like my English was a little bit off and then I wouldn't really know what that word means, but yeah. really it was just a play in the playbook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. I was like, I wonder what that word is. It's just a line-out move. <laughs> it makes so means nothing. Was, yeah, so that was a little bit tricky at times. <laughs> oh, crack up. Yeah. So um, did you you went to Hatipaura School? Hatipaura, yeah. Hatipaura College. And is that, do they speak Māori there? Um, so you can, yeah, both. So oh, you both. have to be Māori. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's a Māori boys boarding school. Oh, true. So there's two, there's two left in New Zealand. There's, yeah. Um, Hatapara and Teota College in oh, the Hawke's yeah. Bay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's, we're sort of about 20 minutes out of Palmy. Oh, yeah, About yeah, by yeah. fielding there. Yeah. Um, and the role's small. Like, when I was there, I think the highest role was about 150 or oh, 70. Real. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, you know, roller coaster up and down each year. You get guys yeah. always coming in and out yeah. doing mischief things. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I did my schooling there. Um, and my two older brothers went there as well, so I, was, I sort of had to go there. Yeah. How did you find it? Was it cool? I loved it, bro. Yeah. yeah. Because it's sort of... You know, you're at a boarding school. Um, you sort of have to learn things on your own. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, have mum and dad there all the time. You yeah. Get your weekends off, which you know, most times I went home, but a lot of the times we had, um, you know, we had to grow up really. Yeah. And we were only like 13, 14 yeah. year olds, and most of us all come from similar backgrounds with multi upbringings, and then we all sort sort of became really good friends over the years. That's cool, eh? And so, where was your? When did your rugby journey start? Was rugby always the plan for you? Yeah, a little bit. Like, I mean, I didn't really because I was at a small school and like one or two is a relatively small union. Yeah, it wasn't like a massive thing for me when I was growing up because yeah. I had an older brother who was really good at touch in rugby league and rugby. Like, oh, he was yeah. he was the man, bro. He yeah. was talented as. So I'll just watch whatever he did and I really like touch you know yeah. because it's trying to do the mean wax <laughs> yeah yeah and then I think I really enjoyed touch when I was growing up and then just over the years rugby and then you get to see a bit more on tv and things like that yeah but when I was at school I, I didn't take it serious at all true really like I didn't really know did your brother play professionally or so he he um he went through to like 
we play like Hurricane Schools, oh, yeah. New Zealand Schools, yeah. New Zealand 19s, and then he went through a bit of a dark time in his life. He went, you know, towards, um, I guess, how would you say, the, the, the other side, like he just he's, yeah. you know, got behind the bottle and all of those oh, things. Yeah, yeah. But now he's come right, and he was someone that, when we were growing up in Palmy, one or two, he was the man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we I sort of watched him a lot growing up, and I sort of wanted to be like him. And yeah. He was really good at everything, so I try to do that. But in terms of my rugby, I didn't. You know, I made the first fifteen, but I'll, you know, <laughs> anyone could make the first fifteen <laughs> if you can catch him pass. Except Chippy. <laughs> <laughs> Except Chippy. Yeah. Well, he was at Boys High. There's about two thousand boys there. Yeah, true. Whereas in our school, you, you can get a twenty-three together if you ever put his hand up every week. Yeah, I'll be keen to play. And you're in the first fifteen. <laughs> what a cat! <laughs> well, that's classic. So, did you notice anything, or did you learn anything from your brothers? pathway watching him go because he was obviously a talented player yeah. did you think anything to yourself when you saw him choose his path and yeah a little bit a little bit I found um because I was hanging out with him a lot yeah so I was always I was doing the things that he was doing but yeah. he made sure that I didn't keep doing it you know yeah, I didn't yeah. keep following his path and I've got another older brother who was like really really you know switched on yeah um and he looked after me a lot as well so I sort of had two older brothers that really look after me and an older sister they try to you know look after us and make sure we go down the right path yeah um because i'm a little bit i'm i'm a few years younger than them so they're they're a couple of years older than me so whatever mistakes i guess they made they make sure that i didn't really go down that track but yeah yeah it's all good now that's cool and then from from school you went into what the turbo or the manawa two club scene yeah and by all accounts, you scored a ridiculous <laughs> amount of points that year, eh? Oh, uh, it was. So I went, yeah, the academy and went through all of that stuff on one or two. And I played for college, college yeah. old boys, which was a like a dominant club. Oh, yeah. Um, at the time, and yeah, we had a couple of good years there in the one or two club scene. Um, and then yeah, from there, sort of went through the turbos. But yeah, it was one of those things. I guess when I was playing club, is when I sort of realised, oh, maybe I could go right there rugby that maybe year, I could yeah. give it a crack you know because yeah. when I was at school I was just playing because I was bored on the weekends yeah, and yeah, I wanted yeah. to get out of boarding school <laughs> for the weekend and go travel somewhere Yeah, but once I had club that's when I maybe I sort of realised oh, I could give this a crack and some other people that who were watching me might have been like oh you know maybe you know, we'll bring you into training here and there see yeah. what you're like and they really liked it so it was a bit of a different journey yeah. for me I guess coming from a smaller school's Compared yeah. to now, like you see kids that are like 15, 16 that are just massive, and yeah, they're just athletes, yeah. and they're playing on TV. Yeah, and I'm watching them, <laughs> and I'm going, Wow, he's when my I was favorite 15, player. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but yeah, it's all good. So, then from that club season, did you make the turbos the following season? Yeah, so played that club season and then turbos straight away 2014. Yeah, true, yeah. So it was pretty quick, eh? Yeah, it was quick. It was probably a bit quicker than I expected because yeah. Monal two had some pretty good tens. They have the crude time. in there. Nah, no, he he gone. he was the man. Yeah, he was. I think it might have been all, all black. Oh, oh hurricanes, yeah. all blacks. Yeah. So Cruden, he was he was pretty much gone, and yeah. they had a couple of other young guys that were doing really well. So yeah. yeah, I sort of just got put in there just to fill the numbers really, and then I got a couple of cracks halfway through the comp in 2014 and then it ended up being a pretty good year for us we ended up winning the championship 
Um, and the bucket heads were out, chippy, and the bucket heads were out. <laughs> good times. <laughs> so that's always good. So did, were you starting 10 for that final? Yeah. yeah oh, true. Yeah, yeah. So that was in um, 14. Yeah. yeah that yeah, was my yeah. first year, bro. So yeah. it was my first year of like, I guess, pro rugby. Yeah. And I don't know what, you know, what professional rugby was. Yeah. I don't know how to recover. I don't know how to lift weights. I yeah. still don't. But <laughs> <laughs> But you know, it, like I was only raw as, but I was eating burgers night before games. It's so sloppy, man. I was looking back at it and I was like, "What am I doing?" And then it then ended up being all right. So I was like, "Oh, you see that?" And I thought that was the way until I went down to Hurricanes and yeah. Davy Gray and them got on me and like, you can't be doing that. Mate. So did you make the Hurricanes the following year? Yeah, man, yeah. that was such a quick, such a quick rise, eh? Yeah, it was like it was way quicker than what I thought because. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think you knew I was looking at me really. I was just turning up to training with my pies and my, <laughs> and my V's and <laughs> see how I go. And then all of a sudden, yeah, a couple of games in for one or two. And yeah. Clarky actually called me a couple of times saying, oh, keep doing what you're doing. You know, we're keeping an eye on you. Yeah. And then I think I think it was about the semi-week. Boydie actually rang me and said, oh, you know, if you're keen, we've got a spot for you down in Wellington. Um, and I was a little bit like, oh, yeah. So what does that mean? Like, do yeah. I, am I full time? Or like, yeah, I don't yeah. even know what that means. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, you're going to have to move down and, you know, base yourself down here. So I was like, oh, yeah, well, might as well, yeah. Yeah. And how was that move? Hard, bro. Yeah. It was hard for me, yeah, because yeah. I've I've never, not really like a city person, you yeah. know, like, and like leaving family and friends and all of that. Um, so I found that pretty hard moving away yeah. yeah were you living with anyone so i when i first moved down there i moved into those apartments oh on yeah toy street yeah but i lasted like a night and a half true yeah i lasted a night and a half and i didn't like it at all yeah so i moved out to a family friend's place in um lower hut oh, okay yeah, and i stayed there the whole year oh, yeah. true. just because it was a lot more like comfortable for me because yeah. being around i guess some family yeah yeah hard so that was hard. But you obviously impressed everyone straight away when you made that Canes set up and the way, just the way you went about things. How did you find that whole, being in that whole environment? Yeah, it was, it was awesome because um, I guess it was the, going into that team, it was it's pretty stacked. It was hard <laughs> but it was you. It <laughs> <laughs> was you, Ma, Conrad, all the big guns. So I was turning up and I was like, what am I doing here? Running around I think me guys. and you were probably the only non-Albert. So <laughs> we're, we're the only You're the only one I could relate to. I was the only one holding, we're the only ones holding tackling pads. <laughs> and then, um, so that was like a bit of a buzz for me going in there and then you had all these guys that were just like, wow. Yeah. Like the best to ever do it some of them you yeah know? so yeah that was a bit of an eye-opening experience for me and um there were guys there that really helped me out like yourself and maddie p and all yeah, the boys yeah. you know we had a little crew going yeah. on that we could sort of hang out and you know we're not quite the big dogs yeah. so we sort of sit in alcohol <laughs> so that was pretty cool for me yeah one thing that always stood out from for you from me is was how calm you were and like even on the field at training whenever you're put in like the hot seat yeah at 10 like you're just always so calm and just so controlled what do you put that down to i don't know bro to be honest i think it's just like I don't know if it's a personality thing or it's yeah. something that I've just had in me. And like, I don't feel like much things like phase me, you know, like if there's something happening 
outside, yeah, like a massive car crash or something. Yeah. I'm just oh, well, you know, like it wouldn't face <laughs> me, but I don't know what it is. I think it's just the way I am, like to be like pretty cruisy and yeah. things like that. And then when you know moments like out on the field where it can get a bit heated, yeah, I, I don't know, it's it just, just not do- it doesn't like make me stress, yeah, you know, for some reason. And I I don't have any techniques for it. I yeah. don't like do anything that snaps me out of it. I yeah. just oh well like. It is what it is. It's crazy. Whatever yeah, it's happened. such a cool skill to have. Yeah, but I don't know if it is a skill. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm just like, how do I, like, because people ask me that, like, yeah. how do you do this, like, stay calm? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. Like, it's yeah. just something I've inside of me that doesn't, you know, nothing really phases me. Yeah. In a way, yeah. Pretty cool. Unless like- I see, like, a big, you're sort of born for that 10 jersey the way you keep so calm i think bodie's a little bit the same he stays mm. calm as yeah. well i always felt like man i get quite frantic and yeah. stuff i'm like oh man i wish i had a little bit of oats here me. <laughs> <laughs> just to just to relax or even <laughs> just calm down <laughs> yeah it's a it's a pretty stressful job yeah that's for sure you'll know that and all the teams will know that it can be pretty stressful but i think um over the years i've just developed that if you put so much stress on yourself and in your mind then it just makes it worse so yeah especially when you know switch off at training i switch right off you yeah know? i'm not a code head or you know i yeah. don't like being in front of computers or talking rugby a lot i like to just when it's time to switch off i like to switch right off yeah and now having a baby <laughs> right everything off. goes way <laughs> off <laughs> oh that's such good stuff yeah. um and obviously we won the super rugby title that year yeah how was that for you oh good times it was good times, I think. Um, being a young, I think I was in like 19. Yeah. And I was just like, man, this like, I was just riding the wave, bro. <laughs> you know, we were just winning every week. And I was like, man, this team's so good. Yeah. Like, so good. And then you come to training and like, you look at all our, we do our reviews and that. Yeah. And it's just like tries from all over the field, people yeah. just smashing everyone. It's just like, wow, this team's amazing. <laughs> Jimmy's just killing it out the back. I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was awesome, mate. Yeah. We had a really good, really good team. So it was good, especially after we lost her that year. Yeah, um, that was a bit of a, bit of a dark time for the club. But yeah. once we came back around and the boys got it done, it was it was awesome, mate. Yeah, and then I left the next year, but then you had a bit more of an opportunity in two thousand and seventeen. Yeah. How was that? It was good, eh? It was really good. Um, I sort of, I was sort of that guy on the bench where come on in the last 20 and close it out really. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um every time Bodie would go down then i'll jump in there but yeah also it's good just having a bit more of an input yeah. um around meetings and around games and, and getting a bit more game time was good yeah um and Bodie was good too he's one of the nicest guys you'll meet as well so yeah. um yeah i really enjoyed it we had i think we had a pretty good year i think we might have lost a semi that year to the lions, to the lions. i think yeah bro and we were smoking them yeah. bro and i was like oh Altitude. here we go yeah <laughs> i was like shot boys i'm gonna come on in about 30 and we're off to the final again 
I only needed 30 minutes come past and then the Lions score like five more league tries from about 50 hours. I was like, what's going on? Boys just gassed. And I was like, oh, don't worry, we'll stay on there. I'm all right. <laughs> but yeah, that was a good year and then it ended up being a pretty good trip back home too. Yeah, I heard about South that. <laughs> Any good stories from that? Oh, there's a few, but I don't know if I should say <laughs> There's some goodies out there. Oh, fair enough. Um, and then the move to the Blues. Yeah. What brought that about? Um, just opportunity, really. Yeah. Um, I was down in Wellington for three years, and then I just wanted to see if I could, you know, crack it in Super Rugby. And I thought Blues was the best place for me at the time, and um, finally made the move there, and then didn't play for a whole year because <laughs> I busted my knees. So. Yeah, true. Was that uh, that was in preseason too? Eh? We was did it. That? I did it, bro. I did it in like the last minor ten cup game. Oh, was it? So it was like. Preseason was like a month away for the Blues. So I was yeah. about to move up, and then all of a sudden, bang, ACL, and then thought I was gonna. And with my little legs, yeah. <laughs> my little quads, it won't, it's not gonna recover <laughs> in time. So I'm gonna have to take a bit of a long break. So yeah, yeah that was a bit of a. Did bummer. you move up in the end? I ended you? up moving up and did all my rehab there, just oh, because yeah. it was the better place for it. Like Auckland's got everything, bro. So yeah. I could, and all the physios and the doctors and all of that were all there. So they were really good, though. They gave me like a you know six to eight week window where I could do my rehab and yeah. they'll give me like a week off. So oh, where true. I could just go away. Yeah. Because it, it can be quite hard mentally. Yeah. How do you find that mentally? I found it pretty hard, eh? Because yeah. I've never had an injury before. It was your first injury. Yeah, it was yeah. my first one and it was one of the worst ones. You yeah. Know? Like, so usually if you know, got a cork thigh and yeah. goes in about a week. <laughs> yeah. But then when I got the ACL, I was like, oh man. How Nine months, was it? Yeah, yeah. It, took, it took me back playing 11. 11 it months. It took me a lot longer. Yeah, decent. Yeah, because I've got chicken legs, <laughs> so I couldn't get going. <laughs> I could run straight, but I couldn't move. Oh, real. Yeah, so they're, they're a bit worried about that, but we got there in the end. Yeah. And it's feeling good now? Yeah, it's been good now. It's been almost two years now since that, but... Yeah, it's been. I get a few little niggles here and there, but um, yeah, it's not too bad. Body's feeling good. It's hanging in there. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. It's um, body's feeling pretty good. Obviously, it's been a pretty long year yeah. considering the COVID. Um, you know, we were playing a lot before that, and then COVID hit. We got a good break there where we could have really, you know, rest the body. But yeah. then once we came back, we played. Super Rugby Aotearoa yeah, pretty, that was much a, brutal, pretty much a test match every week, so that's never easy. And you got to start for the Blues this season, which was pretty cool. Obviously, yeah. you would have. How do you feel? Firstly, when Bodie signed with the Blues, you obviously signed for the opportunity yeah. to get away from him, and then the clown follows you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny how professional sport works, bro. It's mixed emotions. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I finally got my in here and then Baz follows me up talking. <laughs> oh, sweet ass, bro. But, no, nah, it's all good, bro. Did he talk like, to you before? Or? Oh, no, nah, not really. Well, we had, you know, we'll, me and him are really good friends and then yeah. like, I understand how things work in, that, in yeah. our world and things like that. So I knew... There were whispers going around, and then the Blues sort of told me that this could happen, and I was like, well, you know, it is what it is. just got to control what I can control. Yeah. And once he came up, bro, it was awesome, mate. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and then I knew his, you know, Hannah's, Hannah's from Auckland as yeah. well, and all the family, so it all makes sense. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd do the same yeah. if I was him. So, yeah, it was a little bit like, oh, yeah, sweet as, but then I was like, ah, oh, damn, not this again. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, it worked out pretty well. Yeah, yeah you ended up keeping 
pushing him back to fullback and yeah. keeping the 10 jersey. So that would have been awesome to play with him in the backfield, giving you that comms and helping you out controlling the game a little bit. Yeah, it was cool. It was obviously... I was watching, um, I was thinking about it actually halfway through the comp and I was like, I wonder if it's like Bodie and Jimmy at <laughs> <laughs> the Canes, that 10 15 combo. <laughs> Just one communicate, Just the other one do it. Yeah, bro. So it was, no, it was good. I really enjoyed playing with him. Yeah. Um, he's, you know, obviously he's a world class player and we've got some pretty exciting outside backs up in Auckland. Yeah. When you can get someone like him um, or even Stevie out there, you know, barking orders and giving them the ball in a bit of space they can yeah. create some magic so it makes my job a lot easier for sure yeah shit, yeah then dan carter arrived yeah <laughs> <laughs> another another spanner to the works yeah. how was that oh it was it was funny bro i did i just i could just laugh at it you know it was like one of those things where one i'm competing against arguably the best 10 in the world at the moment yeah and Bodie, and then Desi arrives and arguably the best 10 to ever play the game. <laughs> so I'm like, my competition can't get any harder. <laughs> this is this is it. <laughs> the thing is, you kept them both out of the squad, so that makes you potentially oh, the greatest uh, yeah, 10 to ever play the say. game. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, man, this is just unbelievable. But, yeah. you know, when he turned out, he was awesome, bro. He's, well, obviously he's the man and he yeah. knows he's done it and knows everything in the game. So... When he was there, I was just picking his brains and Bodie's as well because yeah. they're both, both really good. So when when Carter was around, not only me but everyone was just like, "Wow, this yeah, is, this is a big time," yeah. you know. And then you could tell straight away when it got leaked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Media <laughs> was, was that you no, sending it wasn't that text me. message? It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. But do you know who it was? I do, but oh, I, yeah, you won't say I'll it. tell you offline. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but oh man, that was like a crazy time because it came out on like a day off, and then it all went out. And oh, then the yeah. very next day was his first day. Oh, true. Bro, and then when he turned up, they were like cameras and stuff like hanging out <laughs> over the fences trying to get things then we go what's going on here where have you guys been where have you guys been <laughs> oh that's right carter's here <laughs> and Bodie's here yeah so we we're like wow this is crazy bro and all our media sessions were just like crazy yeah did you find like media just took a massive step up with Bodie arriving yeah and then yeah. carter arriving yeah, just definitely. next level yeah as soon as Bodie arrived it was massive and then yeah and then Carter arrived, it was even bigger. So we were like, wow, this is huge. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was just like a big hype around, especially that first game, because I think he arrived that week. Yeah. Like the week of the first game against Canes up in Auckland. Yeah, yeah. So, like, as soon as he turned out that whole week, bro, it was just like media every day. Yeah. Or like someone would try to sneak in and try to grab something. We were sure. just like, man, this is nuts. <laughs> and then it was just after COVID. So yeah. it was level one and everyone was going crazy. Was the plan for him to ever play, like, especially at yeah. the start, or was I'm it just sort sure. of cover? So he was named in one of the games. Against us, Against the Canes, yeah. Did down his a, calf. Down in Wellington. On, and then on the Thursday, he, he pulled his calf in, like, the end of the session, so he True. pulled out. So he was, yeah, he was available. Was he named because someone was injured, or was he just actually going to nah, get a run? He, he was actually going to get oh, a run. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so he was, he was on the bench that game. And then, yeah, towards the back end of the session – the old pin pulled up and then yeah that and then I was like oh yeah here we go again <laughs> but yeah it would, have, it would have been awesome to see him out there yeah. like just not only for like me but for world rugby you yeah. know seeing him running around for the blues would have been a bit of a sore eyes for a few Crusaders fans but yeah. everyone would have loved it yeah, sure. that would have been quite cool 
Is it not next year, eh? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. he's. Get, I don't know what he's up to. I'm not sure what he's. Oh, well, he could probably do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, it's Dan Carter. <laughs> but you're there next year. Yes, Bodie's yeah. there next year. Oh no, uh, Bodie's off, off to Japan. Japan. Yeah. Oh, true. That's so right. Bodie goes, and then I'm still there hanging on. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. And good squad. Yeah, we've we'll pretty much kept the same. Um, other than Bodie, Bodie's obviously gone and met Duffy, so oh, yeah. we'll put, I'd say we'll be looking for a couple of outside backs. Oh. <laughs> Jimmy, you're in. Ranger, you get, know. Get that hip going. You, you got could, my number, mate. You'll be on your way north. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I can't even so walk. So good. And, uh, yeah, so your, what, and your future plans? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm sort of just um, taking up, you know, one campaign at a time at yeah. the moment. Um get through this mighty 10 cup and i'm looking forward to a summer really just yeah. to, it's been a long year so i'm yeah. looking forward to having a bit of family time now with baby yeah. and that so that'll be that'll be awesome and yeah crack into it next year with the blues so can't wait have you had any feedback from the all blacks or have you been no, in touch with them much no nah, not not really i've had a few like through the blues coaches and what yeah. the all blacks want from me and you know they've been telling the blues coaches what to tell me really so yeah. they've been going through that avenue oh, so yeah. i've been trying to work on things in my game around that so hopefully you know i can really in the next maybe three or four months nail down on a few things oh, that yeah. they want me to work on so yeah is that coming from plum i'm not no nah, <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it'll be from plum hard parts <laughs> oh but yeah we'll, we'll see how it goes oh that's yeah. all good but any plans to go overseas or anything or not in the um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to. I've always wanted to. It's something I've always wanted to experience. And um, I was actually, you know, relatively close to going there um, soon. But um, certain circumstances, I had to stay in New Zealand. So I've yeah. got one more year in Auckland. And then whatever happens after that, we'll deal with it. But yeah, it's something I'd love to do. Renee and wants really wants to do it, so it'll yeah. be something cool for us to have a little, you know, couple of years and then settle yeah. down and set ourselves up. Hopefully, yeah. has COVID changed any of that or not? Really? No, nah, not really, yeah. not really. That's yeah, what I, it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Hopefully, I don't know if it'll blow by, but it's a bit of a crazy time for everyone. And yeah, um, no, nah, it hasn't really changed my my thoughts around it. I'm still pretty keen. Yeah. yeah. So there's any gigs out there. <laughs> <laughs> TJ mentioned his, he wanted to go to Japan on the podcast and now yeah. <laughs> he has just signed a yeah. massive contract. So I'm sure the same will happen to you. This is where contracts happen. We'll add podcasts. Surely. Okay, as always, I've gone to the Instagram for some questions and mm. Oteddy Black has come up massively on the question count. So many people have sent things in. First question Keys for being a successful kicker. Um, this was sent from James Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> What's the key, bro? Fix your hip. <laughs> sort your hips out. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I think it's... Um, I wasn't really a big goal kicker when I was growing up. Like, I, I never really kicked that much when I was a oh, kid. True. Yeah, it was weird. And then when I sort of played by the 10, I took it a bit serious. But then I found like a something that worked for me um, because there's a lot of kicking coaches out there that want to, yeah. you know, add their little bit here and there, which is fine. Um, but I've got my own thing that works for me. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, then that's when I go to them and think, oh, maybe change a few things. But for me, I think kicking is a big part of what's in, in, the, your, mind, in eh? the mind. Yeah. You, you know, you can have the best technique in the world, but if your mind's not there, then 
you get kicked 50 from 50 at training yeah. and you get in front of 50,000 people. It's a little <laughs> bit different. Is this where you, your whole mindset of being so calm and not really caring comes yeah. in, you think? Yeah, I think that definitely helps. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I've developed over the years because I know I've seen people that all miss so many kicks at training, yeah. but then they'll come to the game and nail every single one of them yeah. just because it's just the mindset. Thing, yeah. I think. Yeah. And have you ever had any kicks where you're like, really nervous or have you always sort of felt um, I've got this yeah there's a few like you you have that odd you know thought in your brain where you think oh if I miss this we lose or yeah, if I yeah. miss this you know we'll draw or whatever it may be but I try not to think about that I yeah. try and just stick to my process and then if it doesn't work then I'll find the reason why it didn't work whether it was my mind or something in my run up or something like that yeah. and then I won't stress about it too much like I won't want to change too much yeah. it's just one little minor mistake that I think can be easily fixed so but yeah over the years I've found that kicking's more what happens between the years yeah because <laughs> yeah. you'll be kicking at about what close to 90% wouldn't you throughout your career you're pretty yeah, I'm not, dead eye I'm not sure yeah I'm not sure I'm not too big on how much like stats and things yeah, like that yeah. I'm more just like how I hit it during the game yeah how you judge the win and things like that. And you get a gauge for it in the warm-up and, yeah. you know, those sort of things. Yeah. So I'm not too bad. I just go off weekly basis. So yeah. how much I missed that week, oh, I'll try yeah. and cut it down to one. Or if I miss two, I'll try and make sure I only miss one or miss one and don't miss. You yeah, know, just yeah, try yeah. and keep telling little myself. Little goals. Yeah, little goals. Okay, another one. This is similar. What's your favourite kick in your career? Oh, I don't know. There's a few. Um... There's a pretty special one in Pretoria that this year I kicked one. It was um, just because it was like a like we were down, yeah. And then the time was up, and we worked our way all the way down to a kickable penalty, yeah. And we were down by one. The time was up, yeah. And it was a loftus, you know, like yeah, said, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. all of those sort I of things. The kick. Where was it from? About oh, oh. as a kickable one, eh? Yeah, it was to the left, like pretty much right in line with the left post. Oh, yeah. Uh, about 35, 40 out. So I was just like... Just a niggly... Yeah, like yeah. that niggly yeah. spot, <laughs> yeah. bro. And the funny thing was, I was holding on to the ball, and then the Dan Allen guy, the T-man, came out, and he hit the ball out of my hand, like, before I kicked it. Why was that? Like, it was an accident. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was like, oh, no, like, he thought he might have flustered <laughs> me, bro. And I was like... And he was like, he didn't want to say anything, so I grabbed the ball, <laughs> put it down, and as I put it down, bro, I walked back, looked at the ball, and there was these little mosquitoes, like, oh, yeah. flying on my ball, like, yeah. flying around the ball, and it was putting me off, and I was like, no way, this can't be happening. <laughs> I've just had it knocked out of my hand, these little flies flying out my ball, and I was like, ah, stuff it, I'll just kick it, and then luckily it went it. through. Oh, that would be, <laughs> I'd love to see that excuse yeah. come out, why'd you miss the kick? Yeah. Oh, there's a little <laughs> Mosquito <laughs> flying around, and then straight after I got it, the trainer that ran the tee he was like, "Bro, I'm so sorry, I hit the ball like, out of your head." I was like, "Oh, don't worry about it, bro. It's all good." Oh, that was up there, yeah. Cracker. Um, who's the biggest pest in the Blues team? Oh, I don't know. Actually, the boys are pretty good up there, eh? Like, yeah, it's a bit different up there, but say. <laughs> Kelly Dalton's a papa <laughs> he's, a <bit> a <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit of a pistol. <laughs> Kelly Dalton's he likes to get into it, eh? especially at training. He just goes hard. Oh, right? I so, yeah. yeah, I could imagine. 
Lots of lots of questions are actually, oh, can you come back to the Hurricanes? Or would you come back to the Hurricanes if you got a chance? I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know. It's mm. sort of one of those things that could happen, but I, I can't really see myself going back there. Yeah. Um, I'm really enjoying it at the Blues, and it's it's a pretty good time up there at the moment. Yeah. So, but I had awesome times in Wellington, but it was yeah, me. You know, yeah. I was like, we had a yeah. really good time, a few milkshakes in South <laughs> Africa. <laughs> Got up to some mischief, so it was always good. But I loved it down there. But I don't know, I wouldn't say, you know. Never, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, it could be there. Fair enough. Um, hardest player to tackle? Namani Nandolo, hands down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, was that at um, <laughs> was Trafalgar Park? <laughs> so we were playing Trafalgar Park. I had a go at him twice and I got bumped into the grandstand twice. <laughs> and do you know who was behind you? It was you. <laughs> and I also went to the grandstand. So it was two speed bumps. I remember one of them, I was chasing him down and I think it was Snakey behind me. He was like, get him, Oates, go get him, Oates, go get him. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll give it a crack. I didn't get him, bro. <laughs> I looked back and saw Jimmy, and I was like, "Come on, Jimmy!" I remember thinking, "Come on, Oatsy, tackle him!" <laughs> uh oh, here I go. <laughs> it's the worst, bro. When you're in the backfield and someone like that's coming steaming full speed, yeah, eh? definitely not. You had a couple of occasions of um, Nani this year too, didn't you? Yeah, Nani will be up there. It, yeah. was, it was actually the first time I've come across against him. Oh, true, because you always played with him. Yeah. So now I know what it feels like to be on the other end. So he's a hard man to bring down. Yeah, for sure. How many people did you call out on the bus trip to the airport after beating Canterbury 2019? It's too many. I was silly. <laughs> <laughs> I was a few bruised deep on the, on the airport, on the road to the airport. <laughs> when was this? Was this last this year? This was last year. Oh, we yeah. played Canterbury, bro. And, um, oh, when you beat them? Yeah. Oh, had, true. For Crossy's 100th, and yeah. it was like massive, bro. Was we it? had a massive do. Yeah. Thursday night. Yeah. So long turnaround. Oh, wow. And then. I missed the bus. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> and I was still on there calling people out on the bus. Shocking, bro. Shocking. So that was a bit of a blowout. <laughs> Spoothy loved it. Bluey. Okay, do you remember sleeping in my garage floor when you were 15? Dwayne Sweeney. Oh, yes, of course. Mouldy touch nets. Yeah, so Sweeney's one of the greats. <laughs> 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 Back in my day, bro, when I was young, young playing touch, we'd, they had like a mouldy touch tournament yeah. um, in Hamilton, and then we stayed at Swings' house. Oh, true. Yeah, and because he, he was playing in our team. Yeah. Yeah, bro, and then I slept in his oh. <laughs> I was only a 15-year-old kid, bro. Just what level were you playing, like men's? Yeah, open men's. At yeah. 15? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we had, we've got we got a pretty good team. You must have been a touch guru. Oh, I was just running the wing, catching long balls, bro, putting yeah, it yeah. down for them. But yeah, we stayed at Swings's, so that was cool, yeah. Did you play New Zealand's at, for touch? Nah, nah. nah. My, my oldest brother did. Yeah. Yeah, he played for, for ages, and then his body just... Fell apart, yeah, True. yeah. So he was a bit of a touch wizard, yeah. Touch, what a game! What a game! Any advice for a young ten? Um, I don't know. I guess just keep working on your game. I think because there's so many elements to a tens game. Huh. You know, you can't just be good at passing. You've yeah. be good. <laughs> so there's always something to work on because it's there's so much responsibilities that come. So yeah. I think just keep chipping away at all the skills, your core skills, which is passing, catching, kicking, organising, yeah. goal kicking. You know, there's so many so responsibilities. Many, yeah. So 
I think he could spend as much time out on the paddock nailing those things and then hopefully things will fall into place there. Yeah. Great advice. Mm. Last question. Favourite NRL try scorer? I know who this is from. Who? <laughs> Did he play for the Blues? <laughs> oh, no, he didn't. Favourite NRL try scorer? Corey Oates. <laughs> oh, of course, Suncorp. <laughs> Corey Oatesy. <laughs> One of the greats. You must have made a bit of money He's, on him over I made the a years. bit of money on him with State of Origin. Especially. He's had a quiet year this year, though. Hey? You must have lost a fortune. <laughs> yeah, I've, well, the Broncos have had a tough year. I've probably... Uh, oh, it's been a tough, tough, tough watch, but... So you're a Broncos fan? No, nah, I'm not no. a Broncos. I don't really have a team. I just love the NRL. Yeah. Like, love it. Would I'd, you play it? Yeah, I'd love to. Would you? I'd love to, but I, I don't know if I could handle it. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. Imagine Billy, Billy Army kick out running out my <laughs> channel. <laughs> It'll be like an Andorra speed dummy. <laughs> but NRL is a massive, like, we love them. Even when we were at the Canes, yeah. that's all we'd talk about. And we were up in Auckland. You know, Matt love Duffy was there, and he oh, always true. says he's a storm legend. <laughs> he, always, <laughs> he, always, he always brings up Bellamy and Slater and Croc. <laughs> all his mates. <laughs> so it's always good good times. But yeah, bro. Corey oh, Oates. Corey Oates, one of the greats. That wraps it up for the podcast, Oatsy. Really appreciate you coming on. Like I said at the start, mate, you're one of the one of the greats. Um, one of my favourite teammates I've had. Um, I've loved playing with you over the years. Love watching your journey since leaving the Canes and seeing you keep a couple of the best tens in the world on the bench and Pretty. at fullback. So um, awesome to see you doing your thing. Congratulations on the baby, and I uh, really appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Jeb. Appreciate it, bro. Thanks, brother. Beauty. What a lad. <laughs>